Quiet on set. Rolling. Action. Action. Hello. Hello. So my name is Sebastian Para. My name is Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> and today we're here with a special guest. If you want to introduce yourself. Hi everyone. Um, my name is Julia Benton. I'm originally from New Jersey. I studied abroad with Caitlin and Sebastian last semester in London. Um, and I'm here to talk about my experiences with them. And I'm super excited. Yay! Awesome. So today uh, we're going to do a really quick London recap of how our experience over this span of the four months that we were there was. And just, just, talk, just talk about a little bit of... Um, just everything that happened there and things to do, things not to do, what to avoid. Just everything that we experienced and that you might want to experience if you end up going to London at one point. Because we're totally experts by now. Yeah, by so now we we're just totally like trust our opinion. really in there. Yeah, so uh, I know the last episode that we did talking about London was a lot about school. So I figured that's where mm. we should start and talk about sort of how the schooling part of our study abroad went. So, Julia, I don't know if you want to go first and sort of kind of summarize how, what you felt, especially since, you know, you're not an acting major. So I'm really curious about how you felt with mm -hmm. what we learned and everything. Yeah, for sure. Um, so a little bit more context about me. I am at an engineering college in Boston, or a little bit outside of Boston, um, called Olin College of Engineering. So my major is in engineering with a concentration in human-centered design, um, which just means I kind of want to do the more people side of research and engineering and design after graduating. Um, so I haven't had any kind of theater courses at all because I'm at an engineering only college. Um, and so I was really nervous coming into my semester in London because all I really had was like my passion for theater, um, mm -hmm. not any formal training. Um, but I was super excited to go to London because of COVID and I hadn't gone as a junior and I was going as a senior, um, and I had an amazing time, <laughs> is what you're going to hear during this podcast, is mm -hmm. I had classes that I grew a lot in, and I did so many things, and I saw so many shows, and I mean, I can, what was the question again? <laughs> I just started going off on a tangent about how much I love London. No, it's okay, yeah, I, I'm just, like, curious about, like, what I know you took some classes that were different from ours, so I'm just mm -hmm. curious about, like, as, like, a whole what, how you felt in those courses and how much you feel like you learned overall? Yeah. Um, so I think in the beginning, I kind of really had to overcome this mental imposter syndrome I was experiencing. Um, when teachers would say things like, oh, you all have already done this like kind of technique or something, um, I would feel really weird and like guilty. <laughs> like I was sneaking in somewhere I wasn't supposed to be. Um, and I felt like really scared to perform in others. Um, but I think as the semester progressed, I really got more comfortable with our classmates, um, who were just awesome people in general. It was a great group of people to get to know. And I became less afraid to make mistakes. Um, I remember one of our classmates, Miranda, shout out to Miranda, um, stopped me after class one time after I expressed like in class, like, oh, I don't know what this means. And it was really nice. She was like, if you ever need anything, like, I'm happy to help. And that kind of like reaching out also just meant a lot to me, knowing that there was like support people, supporting people around me um, definitely, I think, helped my growth. So it was scary in the beginning, but I ended feeling like really confident, I think. And my final performances, I think, were a testament to that because although I was like nervous, I felt like I did a, a pretty solid job, I hope, in my finals and stuff. Yeah, I feel like I can definitely agree with feeling like no, I do not know this stuff that you're talking about. And I do not know this playwright that you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, can you really blame them? I mean, I, I'm sure they had the assumption that everyone that was going was all from FSU. Yeah. Like, why that wouldn't was they? the main Well, program. at least from theater. At least from theater in general. Or at least had some knowledge. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely agree. I remember seeing you act, Julia. I loved what you did. Um, so I, I definitely agree that, like... We, I think we all improved in one way or another. I was really excited to see you act. and so happy that I was able to. Because um, it was so fun just seeing you be like that. I don't know if you want to go next and talk about sort of what you felt during it. Yeah, so like like you guys know already, a filmmaker student, that's what I do. 
I like act. I enjoy acting, and I feel like that's something that uh, motivated me to actually do theater in London. But the main thing was just like wanting to be there to learn more about what a act, what an actor actually feels when they're on set and when they're recording, and the pressure that comes with being an actor. And that was like my motiv- my biggest motivation to actually be in theater for a semester. Because uh, I feel like that's something really important that a director should know. Uh, just so they know how to actually interact with the actors mm-hmm. that one director is directing. Uh, and I think that was pretty successful on my side. And even though it was really hard to actually go through it and come out of my comfort zone and actually do like Shakespeare or just activities that theater majors do on a daily, it was really hard for me. But I feel like I overall enjoyed it a lot. And, mm-hmm. and it was just really interesting walking like a nine or walking like a mat at a one and just like different things that apparently they do all the time i know that doesn't make any sense to anybody who's listening that's not a theater (laughs) person but you'll just you'll have to just get it if you you take a theater course (laughs) if you get it you get it yeah (laughs) if you take a theater course you'll do it yes for sure (laughs) no yeah i felt that way too um i don't know something to add on i don't know if mm -hmm. you guys felt this at all um but for me, it felt really different. I don't know if, I mean, maybe just all theater programs are like this and I didn't know, but like, it was very much like an active and involved, like in every course, like I'm used to like sitting and maybe listening to a lecture, but just like sitting and working. And it was really interesting to like be physical in every classroom. And I really liked that, Mm -hmm. that I wasn't like sitting at a desk and Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's expected or if it's like that for what you guys study, but that was something cool that I experienced as well. Yeah, yeah, so I feel like mm-hmm. as filmmakers, we are hands-on uh, for most of our classes, but not necessarily active. Because yeah. for uh, theater, you have to actually do a lot of walking and running and just, like, moving around. And as filmmakers, we don't really get to experience that much. Uh, it's usually just, we're ready to film. We're filming. We're done. I mean, it is tiring, obviously, because you have a you have a lot to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but more often than not, doing class itself is not like you're doing much moving around. And it was that was another challenge that we went through. Uh, was just like trying to keep the shape. Yeah, yeah. I was physically exhausted after many of these courses, even just like the basic movement course. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, we're constantly running around, we're constantly moving. But I think that was the whole point. Is like you can't just like act while standing straight and not actually feeling the emotion in your body and that was so difficult for me to understand at the beginning but I'm really happy that I learned that because I do think like it really affects how you perform like if you're not physically into it that means you're not really mentally into it um so that was something really cool that I I had no idea that was a part of it but it really did show and I mean one of the classes was stage combat Mm -hmm. and oh my goodness that was a lot (laughs) That was three hours of just, like, doing stuff. That was a whole workout class. Honestly, that's what it felt like. I feel like I got more in shape with that class. What do you think, Julia? How was was your experience with stage combat? (laughs) Yeah. I would be so sore. Everyone would be, like, walking out, like, oh, my God. (laughs) Sweating. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That class was so much fun, though. Just, like, Um... the wet t-shirts all around. (laughs) Yeah. And then, like, um, just trying to figure out how to feel that like aggression because in a sword fight you're not just like happy you're more mm-hmm. often than not actually trying to kill the other person so trying to like physically get into that mindset but while also keeping the choreography was really interesting like you can't just whip the sword around very like rapidly you have to actually do it a very specific way while still having the emotion like you can't be too in your head when fighting with a sword because then you won't perform it correctly you won't have the right emotion but if you do it too much you're gonna actually hurt somebody mm-hmm. if you're not keeping that distance so it was very interesting trying to understand that balance i'd love to do more like action sequences in the films that i do later on because i thought it was yeah. so interesting just like the technicalities that that was involved in it yeah julia as a as an engineering major what made you decide when it, like wanting to do a whole semester of acting um okay so i mean honestly i'm just a theater nerd at heart <laughs> that I've had to try and forget about while focusing on school and stuff. Um, and I thought, 
I mean, I have a chance to do a semester of anything I want within my school, which is pretty cool, like arts and humanities classes. Um, and I was like, oh, I could study something maybe helpful like psychology. And then I was like, theater would be so much more fun. <laughs> um, and I just went for it. And I'm really glad I did because I've like acted in some of the shows at my school, Olin, um, but definitely not like in a whole semester of like actual training. It was just kind of for fun. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I would love to do some part of theater after I graduate, even though I'm still going on this engineering kind of design path. Um, yeah. And then I took stage combat and I chose London because there's so many awesome shows in London. And when I was exploring programs, I saw this name stage combat and I was like, oh, how awesome is that? Like, I feel when you. am I going to get a chance to learn how to fight someone on stage in a safe way? Um, and that's kind of like the deciding thing that locked it in for me, I think. <laughs> for some reason, I didn't think it was going to be that hard, like that much workout and stuff. To be fair, it's not like we like really even knew what stage yeah. combat meant when signing up for it, but it sounded so cool. So I feel like I, feel like it's I know so much now and I go and see your performance. I'm always looking at like <laughs> what techniques they're doing and it's just kind of fun. <laughs> hey, but given that you want to do acting afterwards, I think it's great that you actually found people that are, are into the filmmaking industry. Yeah. Contacts, you know? <laughs> networking <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm i'm really happy i went to london i feel like i grew the most maybe in my stage combat class i remember the teacher at the like towards the end of the semester was like julia i can just see like how you've changed from the first day like getting out yeah. of your head and like really committing and getting into it and that was like the best compliment ever <laughs> That's so awesome. i'm really proud that i could do something out of my comfort zone <laughs> mm -hmm. Now, we went to London as part of this third uh, party program called API, which mm -hmm. helped us get there and housing and stuff like that. We weren't part of the housing itself, but Julia was because Julia was also part of API and we did a lot of different trips that were really interesting. Um, and one of those trips was actually the, the Peak District. Um, so the Peak District was pretty much us going there and rock climbing or rock descending actually rock descending <laughs> i don't know the proper word for it but that's pretty it much was abseiling oh yeah no, abseiling, that, that's what i think called. abseiling yeah. was the the going between caves no 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 that was weaseling oh my god i did weaseling which is trying to squeeze your body through boulders and not die just be able to get like get your way out of the boulder so much fun i want to do that again so badly julia and i did a uh, abseiling uh -huh. uh, how do you like that i think that was one of the best trips that we did yeah yeah i was gonna say the same thing um that was like the coolest trip ever um i was looking back at my pictures today of that trip and i saw like a picture of the pies we had on our stop along the way Aww. which i love london pies um go to london for the pies um i honestly i couldn't believe we were still like in britain when we got to the peak district because it was so different than the city it um, really and i was is. super scared to go up sailing i think i was like the last one to go down <laughs> i was like you go ahead you go ahead um but everyone was really supportive <laughs> as i was scarily getting on the rock and leaning backwards including sebastian um and so it was super fun and i did it like four more times after i went down yeah. the first time <laughs> but i think you only did the big one once you did the smaller one a couple more times i mean it's also the line there was a bigger line for the big Don't one call her out like that no, i also did I, I only did the big one once because you had to wait a long time True. to actually go yeah. down that one i definitely remember like spinning and dangling in the air <laughs> on the big one People were like, oh, watch out for this drop-off. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to keep going. I was like, oh, it's a drop-off. <laughs> Kate didn't get to experience this because you did whistling. But um, it was just really scary because they, they told you, like, just lean backwards and put your, your foot on the edge of the cliff. And it was like, what? You just had to, like, trust. And you had to be, like, oh, man. perpendicular, like a 90-degree angle to the rock to start out. And I was like, this feels oh, no. wrong. <laughs> and many people were really scared of doing it and will be almost, like, kneeling onto the side of the rock. It was just really I'm weird. I'm so happy that I chose Weaseling then. Weaseling sounds so much less dramatic and scary. It was not dramatic. It was a one-in-a-lifetime experience. 
Right. My profile picture is on Facebook is now me of sailing. <laughs> the oh, I love right that. <laughs> it was so Those nice going though. Yeah. I, I loved the countryside. Like, like you said, like it's so different than the actual city. It was so nice to be able to leave the city and explore like the wilderness. And we stayed at a hostel, which was so fun. The bus ride there was terrifying because we thought we were going to fall over the edge of the mountain, <laughs> but we survived. Um, and the town, I forget what the town is named, but it was a town that became famous in the Black Plague, right? How they were the only town that closed off their borders um, so that no one could get in and get out. They, like, quarantined themselves, and that's how it, it became famous. So it was cool kind of going there, you know, yeah. knowing that, you know, we yeah, We went to COVID. a little restaurant at nighttime to get some hot cocoa and It wasn't stuff. a restaurant. It was a bar. A bar? Okay. Yeah. A pub? Pub. It yeah. wasn't a pub. It's, it's a pub specifically. We had some hot cocoa. It was really nice late at night. The townsfolk we, were a little weirded out yeah. that a bunch of 20-somethings were there, but it was so nice. And we played some board, well, phone games. Phone games, yes, I remember that. In which I tried to stack soup. <laughs> Let's not explain <laughs> Let's that. Let's not go there. <laughs> so relaxing, though. I loved that hostel yeah. so much. I wish I remember what it was called, but so oh, nice. Had you guys ever been to a hostel? Not up until that point. I didn't know what a hostel was. I was scared that, like, a hostel was, like, You was dangerous. actually sleeping with someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> I was, like, was reading articles funny. before. I was like, is it safe to go to? <laughs> and mm-hmm. I thought I was going to be with random people, and I was super scared. I think maybe, like, APA, like, maybe, like, booked the entire hostel. Yeah. That was, like, what mm-hmm. I thought they did, and maybe that's why it wasn't as weird. But I guess if you're on your own, they had, like, a whole, like, rooms with bunk beds, I think... I think if you went there by yourself, you'd have to just sleep in a bunk bed room with a bunch of other people, which does weird me out. But I mean, (laughs) many people do do because it's cheaper. Yeah. And it's actually a pretty great thing that London has because most places Mm -hmm. is like pub and room. So you have a pub and it's a hostel at the same time. So you get to sleep in there for cheap. Mm -hmm. So isn't that kind of like the thing in Harry Potter where he goes? I think so. Doesn't he like eat below and then go up and stays there for the night? The, the leaky cauldron. I guess you could call that a hostel. That yeah, because be they yeah. they all had like their own rooms and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily like a bunk bedroom, but yeah, I'd say so. Now, Julia, what do you think of this big confusion that people have when they think London Bridge? <laughs> oh my! Because I don't know if you remember London Bridge. I do remember the London Is- Bridge. <laughs> It's, just it's funny because I, I had my sister come visit me and my boyfriend come visit me and they were like, oh, the London Bridge. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's not the actual London Bridge. <laughs> the London Bridge that you might think about is actually called Tower Bridge. Mm-hmm. The London Bridge is just a normal ugly bridge. It's really ugly. <laughs> it's really basic. And it's not falling down. <laughs> Do you wanted it to fall down? Oh, it's falling down. <laughs> Copyright. Of course. Oh my god. Yeah. Tower Bridge is the good one. The fancy Those bridges one. are really pretty at night, though. Yes. They are really pretty because most of them have like lights and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's the bridge from Harry Potter. Not to keep on bringing up Harry Potter. <laughs> that one is nice. When the well, I mean, movie, when it's like destroying. The, the pedestrian bridge, yeah. I don't think we ever walked across we didn't that walk one. Across that. It's right but... in front of the globe. We yeah. didn't actually mm-hmm. go in it. It's like right next to it. But we saw it multiple times. I just, I, I definitely can't help but bring up Harry Potter as well, just because they filmed it a lot in <laughs> London. So it's just like, oh, I remember that from that random sequence. Yeah. That meant nothing at the end of the day. Now, on that topic of bridges, I really love the Uber boats. Mm-hmm. Like five pounds for a whole Uber trip on a boat. You never did that? No, I never went on the Uber boats. Oh, you should have. It was so much fun. I had no idea yeah. that was like a thing. I mean, they don't give you like a tour per it's se. merely it's just... for transportation. Yeah, but, but it's it like, was useful. It's five pounds mm-hmm. and you go across the entirety of uh, the river. And it's so nice. It saves time trying to get from like train station to train station. Yeah. Like it worked really well, actually. But we also did the other tour on the boat uh, under the bridges and stuff with the actual tour guide. And... I really enjoyed it. I mean, yeah, because there's so many, like, really nice, like, touristy 
monuments like mm. on the river Thames. So it was like really nice being able to just go on a boat and see all of them all at once. And we went at like a really nice time of day. So we got like really nice pictures. Um, and we got a picture of the double decker bus on the Tower Bridge, which is apparently like the most famous picture <laughs> you can get. Um, so yeah, those boat rides were so great. Um, definitely don't swim in the river Thames, oh, yeah. but boating on it is apparently fine. <laughs> I didn't go on the boat and there's also something else I didn't go on that I wanted to, which is there's like a gondola air thing called like the airline Emirates. It it brings you like across London, but you can also just take it for fun. I really wish I had done that too. The cable cars. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't do that. There's always something that you always wish you could do, but we'll just have to go again. More excuses. I want to do like London dungeons and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. but there is, there is stuff to go back for. For There's sure. so much stuff to do there. Uh, yeah, four months is definitely not enough. Now, what do you think of the public transportation ever in London? You had strong opinions on it, so I want to know. I did have strong opinions. <laughs> <laughs> um, my One of my flatmates and I were the so-called like bus gals, the bus girls, um, because we love the <laughs> London buses so much, more mm-hmm. so than the tube. Um, I took the bus every day to and from class. I took it to see shows. Um, I used the bus and public transportation all the time which is part of the reason i love london it was just so accessible with public transportation um i could get anywhere and relatively fast um the tube would get super crowded at like rush hour um, but i didn't mind it too much (laughs) you will try to avoid the tube as much as possible yes (laughs) (laughs) it was great that i had like a monthly unlimited pass so Mm -hmm. i could go anywhere i wanted which was awesome (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy that the monthly unlimited pass, I was thinking about this the other day. In Boston, for youth, it's $30. In London, for youth, it's 90 pounds, which is like $120. Yeah. It's quite expensive, but you do save money. Something mm-hmm. really interesting about London uh, Oyster Cars, which is the name of the car for the, the tube, is that there is a, a cap on how much you can spend per day. It's like $7. 7 and then Seven pounds. Once you get seven pounds, you're not charged anymore for travel, which I think is amazing. That helped so much. If you have a really busy day, for sure, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because seven pounds is what? About four or five trips? Something like that. But if you're going many places in one day and you have a cap, I think that's pretty good because you're saving money. Exactly. I loved that so much. And I don't think many cities do that. Boston definitely doesn't. I don't think they do, no. Yeah. Something else cool I kind of discovered halfway through the semester was that, so there's different zones within London of like central London to get further out, like prices change and all those different things. Um, But if you have like bus transportation, you can go to any zone versus like if you pay for specific tube zones, it's like just zone one and two. Um, So I could go really far just by taking the bus. (laughs) So often I would take the tube to like the outside of the limits and then take a bus. And it was great. I got to Heathrow for like three pounds. (laughs) Oh, that's I don't remember how we got to Heathrow. Uber. That's how we got to Heathrow. Heathrow. Because we didn't find any other way. To be fair, my bags were super heavy. So going on the bus would have been. And that way was really um, a lot. Yeah. A lot happened on the way back on that specific week. We'll talk about that at the end. But yeah, so now we're going to move into our top five places that we really recommend in London. What are Me? your top five places and why? Okay. Okay. I've refined this list in the past day. Um, all right. So my top five places to visit in London, in my personal opinion, um, the first one, like top best choice, is maybe a little bit of a cheating answer, but my answer is the West End and like the off West End theaters. Um, I saw so many musicals in London. It was really bad. I saw like <laughs> almost one a day. You kept um, winning the lottery. What did you expect? Yeah, it's true. I would enter ticket lotteries. And I got to see Hamilton twice. But I also saw some other great shows. Did you see Cabaret? Um, I honestly feel like the West End, in my opinion, is better than Broadway in New York. I, I might get to agree with that. that I <laughs> but I loved the variety of shows. And I don't know. It just felt different to me. So my top choice 
is go see some shows like Back to the Future at the Adelphi Theater. Um, even Heather's, I think, is at the Other Palace right now, or even a classic like Wicked. Um, but d- definitely see a musical if you're in London. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> or underground plates as well. Place. Plates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, there were definitely smaller theaters that I really liked as well. And they also had student discounts, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, so that's my first. Uh, my second is the Sky Garden, I think it's called, um, especially at sunset. So basically, it's a free alternative to the London Eye. I never went to the London Eye because I heard go to the Sky Garden. And I'm really glad I did because you get to take an elevator all the way to the top. It's free. You just have to reserve your slot like ahead of time online. And they have food and drinks and there's indoor and outside area. And you can spend as long as you want there versus the London Eye, which you're constantly on rotating. Um, and I I didn't go to the Sky Garden until like the end of my time in London. I wish I'd gone sooner because it was a great place. Mm-hmm. Um, so number three is actually the area where I lived. Um, so I did housing through API, which is that like third party program. And I lived in King's Cross and the area of like Canal Reach is also it's called. Um, so uh, first of all, super excited because as a Harry Potter fan, I was like, King's Cross. Um, you can go take a picture with that, like the platform with like Harry's trolley and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. but also I just came to love everything about King's Cross. Um, they have a canal with like boats that you can just walk along for like miles maybe. Um, and it's like, there's no cars for a while. So you can just sit there quietly by the water and read. So I would check out library books and go read there. Um. They also have a lot of food, they like a market on the weekends. And they also had little pop-ups for holidays. Like they had curling in the winter time. And that was super Ooh. cute. So I loved the King's Cross area. It was it was so great to live there. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, moving on to my number four is Borough Market. Um, I heard a lot about this one and it lived up to all the expectations I had. It had really good food. It was really fun to walk around and get some free samples and just explore and see all that like the UK has to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, and last but not least is just a restaurant that I really came to love while I was wow. in London. Um, it's called Beijing Dumpling. It's in Chinatown. Um, it was kind of near our classes and I would, it, would, it was bad, but I would go there after class a lot. Um, and they have really good pork or chicken soup dumplings. If you're a meat eater, I highly recommend. I got pork dumplings like every time I went there. Um, and London's Chinatown has so many restaurants and bakeries and there's boba. So you can get a lot of great food. But Beijing Dumpling had the best dumplings, in my opinion. You never took us there. Well, I'm things so that we jealous. Have to do now. Yeah. We have to go. Yes. I need to see that. Okay. Let's go tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Okay, do you want to go next or want me to go next? Sure. So, I mean, some of um, our choices definitely overlap because they're so great. Yeah. Um, My first one, personally, I don't know if you ever went there. (laughs) I had a lot, but like a lot of fun at Shrek Adventure. I never went. (laughs) It's a little... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of a tourist trap. Mainly for kids. To an sure. Extent. I I loved it. I had the time of my life. Oh, yeah. yes. You go on a little bus, eh, trying to get to Wonderland, or whatever it is called. The, Neverland? The, I don't no, know. No, it's a... The... Isn't it like Happily Ever Afters? Yeah. Yeah. Get, yeah. yeah. Maybe there's something called something like that. <laughs> You tr- you're trying to get to Happy Ever After mm-hmm. and, and the witch attacks and then you have to get help from Donkey and then you get to meet Poe and since it was around Christmas time, I got to sit with Santa and talk to him. I don't know. It was great. I got free candy, photos, It's everything. like an interactive exhibit sort of thing where you're actually talking to actors yeah. that are playing different characters and you're going through the different um, cool. segments Get, trying to get to the end. You're actually going like through a story. Mm-hmm. But because it was DreamWorks, that's why Poe from Kung Fu Panda was there. There are some um, really annoying kids being really mean obviously. to the actors. <laughs> but it happens. I, mind you, I don't have... This is not a specific order of like my favorite to my least favorite. 
Uh, I just I just love them all. My second one is uh, Bolly Ballerson. Uh, is this bar slash pit, ball pit mm -hmm. that you can go to and dance and then just be in a ball pit as an adult and just be there for an hour and then just lay down at the ball pit. Lots of diseases probably. <laughs> <laughs> But also a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. So that's another one that I really love and I will go back there. Uh, and many people were like, hey, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, probably isn't. But I think a bull pit for adults is great. We took some fun photos. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Another one that I had uh, that is probably my first, my like my very first option is, again, theaters in general, the West End. Just Yay. go see plays. I don't, I'm not a passionate lover of musicals. <laughs> I tend to start falling asleep. You have a slight musicals. aversion to them. Very slight. They all sound the same, except for like Hamilton and oh my goodness, the Book of Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But <laughs> yeah, the other ones, they're okay. They're fun. I mean, I, I went to see Wicked and stuff like that, but I love seeing plays um, and underground plays as well because they're not only cheaper but also really fun as well. Mm. So we mm. saw. Um, George and I don't know like the name Brian and Brian Roger, Roger. <laughs> Brian and Roger uh, but yeah just go see theater I think theater is the thing that you definitely have to do if you're in London and there is no way you can escape it because as soon as you get to London you're gonna be bombarded with ads for theater it's everywhere. all over the place in all tube stations on all buses mm -hmm. it's just advertising everywhere yeah. you, you will find something that you want to see and there's an sure. infinity of different theaters that mm -hmm. you can go to and just try to see them all yeah Uh, and then my last two are places that you should definitely visit if you're there. One of them is Covent Garden and the other one is Piccadilly Circus. I think they're just really fun places to be at, uh, take photos, have some food, street food, uh, go to stores like Lego Store or the M&M Store. And I don't know, it's just a lot of fun. It's Times Square-esque, but just a little less meh. Let, let's be see. Well, no, not less busy, just I less. A... I don't feel as. I feel like, like there's less weird signs in your face. And it looks, yeah. it looks cleaner. Yeah. It looks the architecture cleaner. is also gorgeous over there, too. And I also feel like there's less chance as you get robbed. <laughs> Maybe it's equal chance, but it's just less obvious. <laughs> it looks in like there's less chances. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, those are my five uh, top five picks that I will definitely try to go again, even if I go back. Mm hmm. Thanks, thanks. Awesome. So, um, mine are also not in a particular order, um, but here are my five. So the first one on my list is Harry Potter World. Huh. I, I've been obsessed with the Harry Potter movie since I was like seven or eight mm -hmm. years old when I watched the first one. I'm sure a lot of people also feel the same way. So when I saw this trip being advertised, I was like, Harry Potter World is there, like, whoa. And it's not Harry Potter World in the sense that there's, like, rides. It's, like, interactive exhibit on showing how they made the movies. And coming in there as a film student and acknowledging the fact that making films is hard, um, just seeing how they did it and all the behind-the-scenes with it as well, all the props that they built, all the sets that they had to do, all the makeup and the special effects, like, it was so interesting and it's one of those film series that I wish I could go back in time and work on as well because there was so much visual effects and just really amazing work done by so many amazing people I'd love to meet at least someone that worked on that set because <laughs> it was amazing how much detail they went into um, I took so many photos as references they had sort of even like a little interactive exhibits where some that worked on the set will come in and tell you how they went about making this particular set piece. They had a whole huge Hogwarts castle like design set up. It was amazing to seeing all the original sketches and how they just went about wanting to create all of this. So it was absolutely amazing. Even if you don't like Harry Potter, I think it was still awesome to go just to really understand and sort of wrap your head around how they made those movies. 
because I don't think people realize just how much work and how many people were involved in them. Um, so it was just really amazing just seeing all that come together. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, my next one's the Globe Theater. Oh um, goodness, yes. I loved the Globe Theater. And it wasn't just because I also liked the shows. I just loved being there and feeling like I was a part of history. I know it's not in the original place that the building was no, back in Shakespeare's time. No, the original shape. It's probably different. Um, but it was so fun still being like this open open air theater, especially since we went at, at the time of year where it was still a little bit warm, but there was some cooler air coming in. Um, the actors were incredible. And mo- majority of the you. time we were standing in the pit. So the actors would actually come through the audience that was standing in the pit and sort of interact with them in one way or another. And that was such a cool experience to have this like collective understanding of what's Mm -hmm. going on one of my favorites was when i went to go see romeo and juliet and the guy that played dean thomas and harry potter was there if you don't know who that is don't don't worry he was there he was there and part of his role in romeo and juliet was to run into the audience around us and like perch himself up on like a ladder prop I was like, I am so close to this man right oh now. God, I'm Dean so Thomas. excited. <laughs> if you don't know who Dean Thomas is, do not worry. He literally just sits on the back of the movies in Harry Potter and says nothing. He's a meme now, okay? I was just so excited to be in the same room and <laughs> he's really running cool. through the audience. I was it, was, just... it was really cool even for me. And I got into the Harry Potter movies like mm-hmm. a year or two ago. And just the fact that that guy worked in that it's just amazing i know but it was cool too because also in that show they it was like sort of like confetti coming down and like the marriage sequence romeo and julia if you know what part that <laughs> is but i was we, i still have the confetti in my planner on the exact yep. day they went to go Aww. see it i'm just gonna keep it in there uh, but it was so awesome just being there um had so much much fun they sold a lot of really cute things at the gift shop for shakespeare lovers so we got like a whole globe puzzle thing that we still have yet to build it was just great please go see a show there it's worth it even if you don't know what they're saying half the time so the tickets are really cheap for the globe right oh yeah especially if you're doing the pit like it's so cheap the most expensive tickets are the ones that you actually get to sit on Mm -hmm. Uh, i had i was able to experience a sitting uh, ticket and i hated it because i wasn't having the full experience of actually having the actors interact with you yeah and apparently in the past in shakespeare's time the rich people will be the ones sitting mm-hmm. and the poor people will be the ones on the pit standing. But I think the poor people people had it better. The pit has such a good view. You can actually see everything. I feel you like if you're it. sitting down, like, because there's these two huge marble pillars that can block your view yeah. half the time. So I was really happy that we had such a good view. Um, but anyways, that's beside the point. Please go to the globe. <laughs> I loved it. You just have, you have to go. You have to go. Like, what's the point? Um, my third on the list is also the Sky Garden. I absolutely loved it. I think we went in about midday yeah. was when we went. Um, it was still so gorgeous. And even inside the Sky Garden, there's like so much greenery. Mm-hmm. And there's a nice little restaurant. We didn't really eat there, but um, it was just so aesthetically pleasing. Um, don't take Polaroid pictures up there. We failed on that. It did not work. Um, but taking it other photos is pretty. Worked-ish. Uh, other photos are so gorgeous. And then as you, like, walked around, even on, like, the inside of the building, there was views all around. And you mm-hmm. can see pretty much the entire skyline. And you can see little vinyls on the windows mm-hmm. that tell you which uh, buildings you're looking at. And which was so helpful. So you knew exactly what you were looking at. It's like a landmark to look at. Oh, gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Uh, the next one, if you're coming to london i really 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 recommend coming around bonfire night that was such Mm. an amazing experience just being involved in something Mm -hmm. that does not happen literally anywhere else it's like like a thanksgiving for americans and it happens i think in october maybe november november at the very beginning of november yeah um i'm not gonna go into the history about it but really awesome event also good Um, history (laughs) what also good history also good history yes um we went to the alexandra park and palace um which had its own like fireworks display there's food vendors and then obviously the main event was setting this entire wooden structure on fire huge huge you could feel the heat coming off of it it was amazing to be there it was so cool there's fireworks going off all over the place and apparently they burn different people if that makes any sense like they made like a okay, fake person for, for a little bit it. of a uh, like guide on 
what we're talking about. If yeah. you've ever seen the show Shakespeare, what Shakespeare? What am I saying? Sherlock. <laughs> if you've ever seen the show Sherlock, when there's an episode in Bonfire Night where John is put into the bonfire, like stuck inside the bonfire, and Sherlock has to as come about to set him. on fire, and Sherlock has to come save him. That's Bonfire Night. That's Bonfire Night. If you want reference, but what they do at Bonfire Night is they burn this effigy of a person. If you look into the history of it, you'll understand why. But sometimes they'll put, like, a celebrity's face on there <laughs> just for kicks. I heard that once point they've burned Kim K or Donald Trump yeah. just as, like, references to how they feel about certain people. Um, and I didn't see who they burned where we were at. I think I they don't just think burned necessi- I don't think the they burned anybody pile. necessarily. Um, but it was so much fun. Please go at that time of year because it was gorgeous. Anyways, um, my very last one was the Kew Gardens. We went there as, like... One of the last things that oh we did. Uh, we went there in Christmas that. time. So beautiful. The lights display. But even just being there in general, I think even without Christmas time, it is so yeah. gorgeous. There's so many beautiful there's plants. River. There's rivers. There's like like a whole light display on the water that was yeah. shooting up. Gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Um, and the Christmas time and the music playing all around just sort of made it all the more entertaining um it's just so aesthetic in like <laughs> late fall early winter so please just go at that time of yeah, year yeah i think I london it. has gorgeous parks to go see mm-hmm. just overall you have little picnics and stuff but yeah so now that we told you what, what you, you should, should do. do here's what we think you shouldn't do so julia take it away what should people not do you know i had a hard time coming up with things for this because i Same. loved a lot of london the one thing that i can think about is kind of like it was funny, but also it's weird. Um, all those American candy stores. There's yeah. like one on every block. I get the appeal. Like if you're if you haven't been to America before, you're like, ooh, wonder what kind of foods they have. But I feel like it's very inaccurate. They have really sugary cereals that like I definitely have never tried in my life. Um, <laughs> and, and this so, attack is for like seven pounds for a small bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so, like, one of the things I learned living in London is they don't have boxed mac and cheese, which is a tragedy for me personally, since <laughs> I love mac and cheese. And so they'll sell about the candy stores as, like, an American product, but it's really expensive. Yeah. Um, so I never went, I never bought anything from there. I think I went in there, like, once, but I just laughed every time I saw them. There's way like, too this many. Is not accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go next? Anything sure. else comes to mind? Um, okay, so... The school that we were going to, FSU in London, it happened to be in Tottenham Court Road. It's an alright place if you're going shopping and it's downtown-esque. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there is no need to go there. I feel like it's too busy, too crowded. And the shops are alright. There's better places to go to shop. Yeah. But I think Tottenham Court Road is just, just too crowded. Yeah, I don't think it really helped that we were there for Christmas time. Because I remember trying to get through and it was just like floods of people there. And I was just like, I don't want to be here. Like, there's too many people. Everyone's like pushing each other to sort of get by. Because if you're a slow walker, There's better places like Covent Garden, (laughs) Soho. Mm -hmm. There's other places you can go shop. Yeah. I mean, I get it because all of London is very... Like, oh, there's so many people in yeah. London. It can be overcrowded. But this one place in particular, I feel like I just saw so many people. Like, I just could not wrap my head around that many people. I'm pretty sure I was taking the bus one time to see a show. And I was around the Tottenham Court area. And I saw, like, a hundred Santas gathered together. <laughs> like, a bunch of people just coordinated it. And I was dying. But, yeah, definitely, like, it could make things inconvenient if you were stopped by a hundred Santas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And do you want to talk about uh, the incident? Or do you want me to talk about the incident? Which incident? The one. The incident. Incident. Oh, <laughs> that incident. So, okay. I don't know if you remember. One of the excursions that we did with API it was to this really nice Indian restaurant. And we had amazing food. It was like our curry night event. Yeah. Um, pretty much. It was like the last. No, it wasn't the last event. But it was one of the last events that we were doing. Really nice restaurant. A lot of good food great curry but the area oh my goodness <laughs> i've never seen you that freaked out before it felt like i was gonna get stabbed all of a sudden oh 
because it was really late at night mm-hmm. and also because it was really dark and it was like a bunch of alleyways and stuff like that. But mainly because people will come up to your face and you speak really fast to you, t- asking you to come into the restaurants, which should be fine for me because I come from Colombia and that's what we do in downtown is like they're trying to offer you a pair of jeans and to try to get you into their store to sell you jeans. But this one guy got right into my face offering me alcohol for free if I decided to eat in their restaurant. But I had no idea what he was telling me. And he was just like... And we were walking. And this was like the very first um, block to walk to the restaurant. And he got right in my face. He would not let you pass. Like, I'm pretty sure he even like put his hand on your chest to like stop you. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. And gave me his business card. And I realized what he was saying after the math. But... It was just a lot. So uncomfortable. Like, I get wanting people to come into your business, but just, like, being up close in their face, especially when we are in a pandemic, (laughs) and just, like, waving your business card, being like, I will give you whatever you want so you can come into my restaurant and eat. Just That also doesn't make me feel good. It makes me feel like, are you even a good business if you have (laughs) to force your customers Mm -hmm. to come into the restaurant? I can't tell you where this is. I completely forget like where we went on this particular occasion but i just know that this might happen to you it seems like it was common enough on this street that it could happen again that one street um yeah. so just be aware that owners because it wasn't only him out. it was like all of the restaurant owners yeah. or people were like with their business cards outside their restaurant yeah. trying to get people to come in you were even like yelling at you from across the street being like come on inside <laughs> even um, after we already ate <laughs> yeah even after we already left another restaurant yeah <laughs> Yeah, I think it's, I think it was called Brick Lane. Like, it was like the Curry Mile. Um, mm, yep. Yeah, that's, that's the area, I believe. Do you <laughs> but have I also any felt that other? way and didn't yeah. want to go back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, you actually did a Jack the Ripper tour yeah. around there. <laughs> As you were talking about, like, the moment where you thought you were going to get stabbed, I was like, oh, I thought I was going to get stabbed after I, I went on a Jack the Ripper walking tour. Which was cool. I decided to go on Halloween. I was like, oh, this will be fun. <laughs> I got actually freaked out. Because <laughs> um, the took area. Us to, like, the sites <laughs> of all his stabbings and told us the stories okay. about how, like, he was, like, maybe an attractive guy and you would never know it. <laughs> and I had to, like, oh. walk back home to the tube after that and I was really scared. <laughs> and it was in that same area. So oh, that wow. was also not my favorite area. <laughs> I do wish I did that though. Yeah, that, sounds that sounds so pretty fun. Great. We should have done I'm it just together. I'm a scared <laughs> person in general though. <laughs> so people would probably enjoy it. If you like horror movies, I don't like horror movies. Just I anything enjoy scary. horror movies. All true crime fans, yeah. go do it. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that we did eh, that, I mean, we personally didn't enjoy it because we, we were like museumed out. Mind you, there is like amazing museums all throughout London, England, and just the UK in general. Mm-hmm. But we went to Glasgow for a day, and, and it felt like the only thing to do there was either going to a pub, which we did. We had an amazing burger. Oh my goodness, that burger. Oh yeah. So good. <laughs> but the only other thing to do was going to a museum. So I feel like I didn't enjoy Glasgow all that it much. It didn't help that we started off our Scotland excursion in Edinburgh, where we went to museums. We, Constantly. we saw an entire museum within a day. <laughs> yeah, that didn't help. I mean, if you love museums, it's great. You're going to learn a lot. Mm-hmm. I get tired. I just, I was not about it. I'm sure if we went with more people, we would have found maybe more things to do as a group. Yeah. But because it was just the two of us, mm, I was fine skipping Glasgow at the end of the day. I had more fun in other, other cities. Yeah. No offense to anybody who lives in Glasgow, personally. I was just a little tired. They did have a really have... nice university in Glasgow. I went to. It yep. looked like Harry Potter. Hmm. Um, that could have been where they filmed something. I wouldn't I be. Surprised. I know we took really nice photos there. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any other place that you will avoid? I have one more that I actually wrote down and forgot to see. This is a hot take, probably. Buckingham Palace. <gasps> oh my god! I don't know. I I went there a couple times, and the first time I was like oh this is it like okay i'll take a picture but i mean i can't really see anything i did love like the garden walk around it mm-hmm. but like the palace itself meh i, I feel like it's a must do because why not it's just going there 
Uh, so you might as well, mm-hmm. but it's not the greatest thing. Only go there go one time. I don't see the yeah. point of going back yeah. multiple times because it's not like you can enter into the palace at all. You're yeah. just taking pictures outside of a gate. I was able so. to see the guards actually like doing their shift changes, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. And I saw mm-hmm. it with horses. Yeah, uh, that was cool. cool. So it was pretty cool. Like they're actually moving, mm-hmm. but when they're just still, yeah, it's not a lot of fun. Yeah. Thankfully, no one was antagonizing the people that day, because that might have been really oh, yeah. awkward. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah. I think that's a great segue into uh, our next and last part of the interview. Uh, tourist traps, yay or nay? So you just said Buckingham Palace. I think we sort of agree. One time visit. Once. Might as well. It's free. But it's free don't. because Maybe you're just seeing again. it. Yeah, you're just seeing it. You see where the queen lives. And so I was like, it's fine. And she wasn't living there at the moment. She's still not living there. I think, yeah, I think she actually moved to a different castle. So she wasn't there at the moment we saw it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Why do you think... Uh, well, you already said that you didn't go to the London Eye. Uh, was it yeah. because you weren't too attracted to it? I think... Oh my gosh, I definitely did want to go. <laughs> when I would get close to it or see it from far away, I was like, oh, it's so beautiful. But I think the high price deterred me knowing mm. that there was a free option better view honestly as as i wanted to mm-hmm. um yeah i i don't know if i would go on it <laughs> of course i didn't actually go on it but i was just as happy with the sky garden i think mm-hmm. yeah. we did go to the london eye i think we had a pretty good experience for the money yeah I feel like the London Eye, you got to do it once, mm-hmm. I, think, I think. But if I go back to London, I don't think I will do it again. Yeah, we went at nighttime specifically. Um, but it just happened that the day that we picked it was a rainy. Raining. So the capsules can get a little bit sort of like foggy or like covered yeah. in that rain. So it made it mm-hmm. a little bit harder to get nicer photos. We went mm-hmm. at night just because we wanted to see all the Christmas lights around the Which city. Which we did. Which we did, but it wasn't what i expected yeah. it was a pretty long line there's a bunch of people there so the line like was longer than account. what it actually was mm-hmm. the experience and the ride got stuck at one point when we were on it we were like yeah. descending and they were like just some technical difficulties and i had a mini heart attack <laughs> but i can't say that i was mad that i went i don't feel like i was robbed of my money no. um if you need to go to the bathroom go beforehand somewhere else that's what i was gonna no say just for around. reference <laughs> On the line of the London Eye, I already had to pee. Mm-hmm. The London Eye experience itself is like 30 minutes. If we were stuck for like 15 more minutes, imagine having to pee for a whole hour mm-hmm. not being able to pee. Yeah. And then the bathroom <laughs> that was like sort of near it was closed by the time we went there because we went at nighttime. Yeah. So just take that into account. Um, but I can't say that I regret it. I think it's really nice. I can understand why people don't want to do it at all. Yeah. But It's a do if you can if you don't do it, it's not a problem. You're not going to miss out. Yeah, really. you just go to Sky Garden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next up, we have the Big Ben. This is one of the most <sighs> iconic photo places ever. And I got so disappointed the moment I saw it because it is covered in scaffolding. And it's apparently been that way for years. Ugh. It's been covering scaffolding for about five years. I think, I think they're they taking said. it down now. That's what they said, but I don't know. <laughs> What do you think of the yeah. London Eye? Big Ben. I... Oh, the Big Ben. <laughs> right. The first time I saw it, I was like, oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> um, I feel like I, one time I saw it at night and with the lights, it was pretty. Um, but yeah, it definitely sucked that it was like the scaffolding was up. <laughs> it was a pretty big letdown. The and only part with that scaffolding. Like, I think there's a bell, right? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I don't know what they were doing yeah. to it. If you get a chance to see it without the scaffolding, take a picture. Yeah. Super iconic. Right if next it has to the London Eye. <laughs> maybe not as great of a picture. Yeah. So just look up. If you really want to see Big Ben and take a picture, maybe look up to see where they're going to take the scaffolding off and plan your trip accordingly. Yeah. It's also free. So all of these different things are That's free. Mm-hmm. You might as well do them. It's just go and see them. Yeah. And you don't have to pay anything. So it's not like a big brainer. All you're doing is just taking a picture in front of the Big Ben. And there's, ben, like, other so. cool stuff around the Big Ben, too. Like, oh, yeah. I yeah. feel like there's lots of things nearby, so it's not, mm-hmm. like, a huge There's the aquarium. Like, there's mm-hmm. the Shrek Adventure. Isn't the Palace of Westminster, like, right next to Big yeah. Ben anyways? That's where they have their Oh, yeah, Westminster Congress. Abbey. Uh-huh. Yeah. I wanted to go in <laughs> because, well, every Sunday they have, like, a 45-minute thing called, like, Evensong. 
And so usually you have to pay to like get in and get a tour. But if you go in and like you can listen to like a choir sing for like 45 minutes, you get to go in. Oh, that's nice. Fucking, or Westminster Abbey. <laughs> nice. So that's something fun I discovered. Mm. So we already talked about the Buckingham Palace. Um, what do you think of the Tower of London? What Remember did you think of the Tower of London. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked it. We I, went to like every single little museum esque yeah. thing that they had. We were super excited. About I mean, we it. went for free ish because we had to pay the the program beforehand. Yeah. But I feel like the Tower of London is really nice and a lot of history. If mm-hmm. you enjoy history, you're gonna enjoy being there a lot. Oh and yeah. If you enjoy seeing swords and, and mm. weapons and the crown jewels, the crown jewels mm-hmm. that was good. That was so cool. Yeah, like a little like that. escalator that slides you along yeah. <laughs> to view everything. It was really cool. <laughs> yeah, and that way it doesn't get too crowded and you cannot actually mm-hmm. see it. Uh, but you know, it was great. I think I think it was really nice. Yeah, I had a lot of fun there. It was fun like exploring the different places, and then like if you see one exhibit talking about a person, they might appear up in another exhibit because either like they lived there or whatnot. I remember the the two the twin princes story really stuck oh out gosh, to me because it was goodness. like this is where their bodies were found and i was like what was like they were in the exact place where like that was found and where people lived and insane. killed other people so it's just like mind blown about all this history because i took ap european history in high school and so i remembered a little bit of it so i was like yeah. whoa i remember that one random name it was so <laughs> it was just so cool i really enjoyed it i thought it was worth the money oh, i don't well. know how much i paid for it <laughs> i don't know how much i paid for it either but I enjoyed it. Also, the Tower of London is not just a tower, which I think mm-hmm. I thought going Yeah, it's a whole it. castle. It's, like, pretty huge, which is awesome. That's a fortress. <laughs> yeah. And Full of getting to see, like, those fortress mm-hmm. elements and, like, the dungeons and stuff was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, Definitely. I think it's where Anne Boleyn is buried or was beheaded. Something like I that, yeah. I got, like, a tour from a bee feeder, which are those, like, guards of the place. Yeah. We got, like, a short tour, and he was talking about Anne Boleyn. Um, so that was pretty cool to to hear yeah, from love someone Amberlin. who is like served in the military and now works there. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I feel like they. I I think uh, the people that work there as guards, they have to have a really extensive background. Yeah, uh, I was impressed. I asked <laughs> one of them. I mean, they lived there actually. I don't yeah. know if you got to see the little houses. They actually lived in the Tower of London, which is insane. Mm-hmm. Gosh. I yeah, think I would they, recommend. Another big one. Um, <laughs> is Stonehenge. The rocks. The rocks. I, I, yeah. How far away from London is that? A while. That was, like that a was, bit a it was like two hours. Yeah. Two hours. By bus. Yeah. And that was like like a Peter Pan Greyhound-esque bus. So I don't know if for like the average tourist how yeah. exactly you would get there. Um, so on that note <laughs> of how long it takes to get there, would you go? I think I will go once again. Because it's a historic thing that uh, I think is worth seeing. But to be honest, once you're there, it takes 10 minutes. And then there's nothing to do. The amount of time that you put in to drive there versus the amount of things to do there is not the same. Like, I just, like, looked at the rocks. I was like, wow. If you're around the area, uh, definitely, like, if you're in Bath, because Bath Mm -hmm. is pretty close, like, an hour away. Um, is really nice, but you can see all the Roman baths and stuff. Mm-hmm. That one was yeah, really nice. I liked the baths a lot. Yeah, yeah. maybe more uh, than so Stonehenge. If, <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> so if you're on the area, go see Stonehenge. You can either pay for it, so you can get in closer, or you cannot pay for it and see it from a little farther out. And that was something very peculiar. Yeah. I had to pay extra to stand a touch bit closer yeah. to the rocks. Because it's not like you can actually go through them. In the past, you could. No, yeah, you can't touch them at all anymore. They, like, like, walk through them. And that. Yeah. yeah. In the past, you could, but right now, you mm-hmm. can't. Um, But, I mean, if you're around the area, yes. But if you're not... If you're only in London for a week, don't really spend your time doing it. If I feel like you're, if you're only going for London, it's not really worth it. If you're going for the entirety of UK, then okay, go. Yeah. Because then you'll... Or you be traveling around. Stuff. Yeah. And if you're in Bath and Stonehenge, mm-hmm. you might as well go to, like, mm-hmm. Wales. Now that you're already there in the Yeah, because Bath is, edge. like, so close. Yeah. Yeah. I would say for Stonehenge, like, I can say I've gone to it, but mm-hmm. it wasn't, like, a 
life-changing experience or anything yeah. i read plaques about people who felt like spiritual connections to it i mean i was like this is cool Great. but <laughs> it wasn't as awesome as some of the shows i saw on monday <laughs> oh yeah definitely Another one that I, you didn't get to experience, but I feel like I will go there a million times. Is... Lake Loch Ness. Oh my oh, goodness. Oh my gosh. Dude, you have to do that the next time you go. It's so far. So, so, so far, far from London. But it is gorgeous. It is breathtakingly gorgeous. We went on this cute little boat ride. Like Deep Scan, something yeah. like that is the company that I went with. So cute. The town itself is so tiny. There is nothing to do. So Absolutely we stayed on either. a hostel uh, right next to the Loch Ness uh-huh. that you could literally walk to Loch Ness. There is also nothing to do around there. <laughs> but we went there just because I wanted to see Loch Ness. And say that you were on Lake Loch Ness. Oh, it was so awesome. But also kind of a little bit eerie at times. When we got to like the yeah. very center of the lake, I was like, is Nessie down there? <laughs> like, what's <laughs> happening? Oh, man. It was, it, like, the... The whole entire area is covered mm. in forest. And it's beautiful. And, and there's, there's a castle uh, as well. Yeah, there's a really gorgeous castle. I wouldn't be surprised if that was used as like inspiration in mm-hmm. Merida and uh, Brave with Merida. Because that castle is very decrepit. This is Scotland, you can probably, by the way. Yeah, you can probably pay to... I think you, you do pay to get like a tour of that. We didn't end up doing I that think you there. Go, you can go in for free. It's just farther away from yeah. the town center. That's all I know. But it's still gorgeous we have so many photos of that castle as well um there is nessie land which is like that. for kids it I th- like it looked a little bit run pounds. down when we went there it could have had more life previously we saw a lot of nessie but, shops yeah we did good. get a nessie stuffed animal because you have to you got to get the souvenirs yeah. highly recommend that i know there's not much to do in the immediate town but it was still amazing. The tour was just so calming because you're yeah. not only on a lake, you're also in Loch Ness. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's not like that lake really gets a lot of people boating on it that much. I mean, I know we probably went in like an off season, but still, like it was very calm. Like I really enjoyed my time there. You should definitely do it the next time yeah. if, if you go to the UK again. Seriously. And the very last thing that we um, want to talk about is Chatsworth House and Hampton Court Palace. I think they're both pretty similar. Uh, palaces in which kings lived at one point kings or duchesses important and people whatnot. lived at one point what do you think of those it was cool i remember really liking it while i was there um partially because of the musical six um so yeah. i already had yeah. some context about who the wives of king henry were um and the day we went was also i think just really nice weather and the grounds were yeah. really cool to explore um, so beyond the actual museum part, it was a really cool place to visit, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think seeing palaces is one of the biggest things if, you, if you're mm-hmm. like a history nerd. Uh, I love learning about history and just being there. You're a part of what history is for London. Yeah, you, for you really feel like, oh, I was right in the exact room where this is happening. Because they, they like the way that, that the museum part goes is they show you like this was what, what this room was used for. Mm-hmm. And these were the people that were living here like this is who actually was here i especially loved um the hampton court one because of all like the lush gardens um i think we took a couple pictures out where it has like the fountain in the center yeah oh gorgeous <laughs> so gorgeous um, Amazing statues. i wish i could go back in time and live there myself because it must have also been beautiful i know there's also like some horse-drawn carriages as well um (laughs) oh i i regret not doing that but yeah it was really pretty um and there's also like food vendors at both places as well there was like a whole bigger food Mm -hmm. thing happening at hampton court um so but so there was options really good cheese (laughs) really good cheese really good sausage mediocre churros (laughs) overall it was really great and you could spend like a whole day there honestly i know there's some ice skating too um outside of hampton court as well so now before we let julia go and i want to know so we were there for four months and and many people will think about going there either visiting or living there would you go back and live there longer? My answer, without a doubt, yes. <laughs> I would. have been looking at how I can become like a citizen, like how I can get a job oh. there. Since coming back, I I loved it so much. Um, 
I would live there in a heartbeat. I don't know. I just really connected with it as soon as I got there and Mm -hmm. maybe it was living independently, but it really kind of felt like home by the end of it. And I need to go back and (laughs) I can't wait to go again. (laughs) I feel like Um, one of my biggest things. I felt like really safe there and I don't Uh usually feel safe in cities. Um, There were so many just like awesome free things to do. Mm -hmm. They had frets coffee subscription where oh, I had you gotta love that. chocolate every day <laughs> it was amazing <laughs> I feel like one of my biggest things was not feeling stable enough like I couldn't mm-hmm. decorate my house or work and make money it was just like spending money without making anything yeah that so really that's, bothered you <laughs> that's the thing that made me want to be back here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. but other than that I feel like not only because I want to and I would love to I think at one point but I think my career as a filmmaker is going to drive me back to London at mm-hmm. one point, eventually. Yeah, I really I really felt comfortable where we were living. I think we got very lucky. Um, because we didn't live with API, I know at the start I was very nervous that like the housing that we had chosen was not going to be in a good yeah. area. Because we I had no idea really of where it was. But just... We got very lucky. Like we were in a so very nice. beautiful neighborhood. I know Julia, you saw our neighborhood. It was actually really nice. It was like mm-hmm. yeah. suburban esque with a bunch of grocery stores around as well. Um, so I really felt like at home. And I do agree that like not being able to really feel grounded there, not being able to make money, um, is obviously something to consider if you're gonna visit <laughs> for that long of amount of time. It took months of preparation and a lot of saving up to be able to afford everything that we were able to do there, but I would really love to go back. Um, I don't imagine myself living there full time. I don't necessarily see it as a place where I want to have a forever home. Mm -hmm. But with the amount of people that we met both in theater and in film, I don't see why I wouldn't go back for projects and for contact work. Um, I absolutely felt comfortable there. I felt like I totally understood what was going on. I think coming from Boston really helped because we already have like a solid MBTA transportation system. Yeah. So understanding the tube and the bus system tube was not, not hard. hard at all. Um, so yeah, I could totally see myself going back, but maybe not living there permanently. Maybe yeah. I'm not there yet, but it was so amazing. I totally want to go back at least, at least once. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, thank you so much, Julia, for joining us today. Thank you. Oh my gosh, thank really you so nice much for inviting you. me. I love to talk about this again, kind of relive some stuff. And yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had a great time. <laughs> Thanks we for We really hope me. to have you in many more episodes to come. Oh my gosh, yes. More update and episodes. Invite me to act. I want to continue my acting. For sure. Okay. <laughs> more <laughs> acting opportunities yes. to come. <laughs> okay, Julia, and then before we go, where can people follow you? Oh my gosh, yes. Um, I am a lot of places. You can find me on Instagram at Julia A. Benton, all one word. Um, So two A's in Julia. And I'd love to share more about my journey and stuff through my Instagram. I post some things about London sometimes. (laughs) Awesome. And you guys can follow me on Instagram at Sebas A-L-E-P. And that will be Sebas Alep on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) And you can follow me as well at Kate Johnston 622. Thank you so much. And I guess we'll see you later. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. Thanks. And thank see you later. all for listening. I appreciate all of you. <laughs> and this has been it for today's episode. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you guys next time. And, and cut. cut.